0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Danny Cola podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Tone Up Club, a personalized personal training studio in Park Ridge. Come on in, try one on one or two on one personal training, sports specific training, group exercise classes, up to 10 people, cardio kickboxing, high intensity interval training, TRX and kettlebell training. So many different types of classes and training there. You can't go wrong. Also coming now, online personal training. And if you're listening to this podcast, you get 10% off online personal training with promo code Danny Cola. Okay? If you're interested in online training, you get 10% off just because you listen to this podcast. Go to www.toneupclub.com for the class schedule and more information. If you need anything, please reach out to me on Instagram at Danny Cola Fitness. This podcast, this podcast is also brought to you by Elemental Float and Cryotherapy, a flotation therapy place with cryotherapy. It's just a really good place to go to and decompress. Elemental Float and Cryotherapy. Go visit my girls, Melissa and Christine. Tell them, Danny from the Danny Cola podcast and Tone Up sent you and you get $20 off your first float or cryo session. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss it. Go check them out on Northwest Highway Elemental Float and Cryotherapy in Park Ridge. Just go de-stress. Take the time for you. Go do it. It's great. Thank you for all the love and the support that I've been getting the last few weeks through this rebrand, previously Downing the Machine, now the Danny Cola Podcast. Uh, It's been getting a lot of good reviews, and I really appreciate you guys listening and all the support and love. I really do. It's awesome. This episode of the podcast, we have special guest Andy Mazurzyk. Andy is a Polish-American professional basketball player whom I got the privilege of coaching when he was just a 16-year-old sophomore and junior in high school on the soccer field, however. I got to know Andy and all those guys back in the day, and uh, this was back in 2008, and all those kids really inspired me to uh, go down the path of education, and which ultimately led me to where I'm at today, and uh, this great group of kids, specifically Andy, talking to him in this conversation, you know, you got to really hear how he built himself up and how he's prepared mentally and physically over the years to accomplish what his goals were and what they continue to be and how he continues to strive for those goals. Uh, I was very inspired by this conversation. He's a great person. He practices uh, some things that I think a lot of human beings should take into their life on a day-to-day basis. He practices being in the moment. He practices uh, being mindful in his faith and how he prepares day to day and how he visualizes what he wants regularly it was a good conversation so everybody i hope you enjoy the podcast just as much as i enjoyed having this conversation without further ado i present to you andy Mizerzik. you're working out at ridgewood at the, at the gym, and you're just shooting, shooting. 6 a.m., you, you played, when do you practice every yeah. morning?
1: Uh, 6 to 8, I did it. Six, 6 to 8, afternoon. yeah. And
0: you were there by yourself?
1: Yeah, I was there by myself, or sometimes there would be another guy with, you Sometimes know, another guy yeah.
0: with you. But you're up every day early, getting your, your shots in. And uh, so I, I see you warming up or doing your workout, and my classroom was above, and I feel like saying, it's Andy. And uh, a little bit of background, like you know i coached you when you were a kid yeah. 16 17 sophomore my sophomore year sophomore year right yeah. sophomore junior year or maybe just sophomore i don't remember yeah. i think i had you for a couple of years but uh, you know we had a good soccer team that we were putting together and i was a young coach i was yeah. a 19 year old you were 16 all the guys yeah, you know relatively you know 3 years difference but in that in that time frame where i was out of high school and coaching and you guys are still kind of doing it so um back then in 2007 2008 when i started coaching um i never thought i'd get into coaching or whatever i never thought i'd get into teaching but that those two years of coaching really sparked a lot of motivation in me to uh go down the education field and uh, right. and uh you know end up getting a, a suburban teaching job it just so happened seven years after that eight years after that I end up getting a, a suburban teaching job at Ridgewood and um, I you know it was one year and done but I'm, I'm watching you and going back to this yeah. watching you play down there and I was like Andy want to get I'm gonna talk to him see what's going on with him you know I know a lot of good things are happening with you so we had this great conversation and uh, I just want to say like it really put things into perspective for me um, like I learned so much in that seven years. And when I was talking to you, you made me realize that I was inspired by such a great group of kids. Yeah. Ten years ago, or eight years yeah, ago, yeah. whatever, that pushed me to like go down this road. Mm-hmm. You know. And you were a great part of that. And and just having that conversation with you on, on the last day of school at that yeah. same school, you know, really put it in perspective and closed that chapter and it was like, you know, I wasn't inspired by. The job itself, I was inspired by you guys. Yeah. Like, if you look eight years now, you're doing your basketball thing. You got guys like Arthur Minchuk in the Marines. Mm-hmm. You got guys like Shemek Sabiowski playing some professional soccer. You got a guy like Jack Belak, basically the mayor of Norwich. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's so much, there was so many good, like, uh, personalities that really, uh, really impacted me mm-hmm. so i just got to say thank you and uh i really appreciate you coming here and talking to me on my on my show <laughs> yeah. you're a special guy man
1: i appreciate it. i appreciate you having me man, yeah so.
0: so tell me in the, the world a little bit about what you've been doing uh so after after high school basketball all-state mm-hmm. basketball player going down and you play division two yeah right and just take take me down the story for okay um yeah so uh
1: you know coming out of ridgewood uh I didn't get as many looks as I thought, so.
0: Well, you were small. You yeah. didn't grow. And, yeah. You know, you were always a little, you know, he yeah. was their little guy. Yeah. I, put on,
1: I had to do a lot of work. Um, yeah, I was a little smaller my senior year, you know. Uh, probably, like, you know, 5'11", foot, like 140 or something like that, so I was a little small. Yeah. Especially around. for a basketball player, you Front know. Guard. Yeah, I wasn't getting the looks that, let's say, I necessarily wanted. Um, but I I did get an offer. I got a uh, scholarship to go to Wisconsin Parkside, which yeah. you mentioned was a Division two school. Yeah. Um, yeah so i had i played there i was there for all four years um had a great experience you know basketball and you know on the court and off the court as well meeting great people um that will you know i have friends that i'll have for my rest of my life so uh, great relationships and stuff like that so um you know i had a i had a pretty good career there at wisconsin parkside which uh
0: i watched all your highlight videos (laughs) and i was very very impressed with the way you you just like you led on the court, you know, mm. ball in your hand, the passing, yeah, the, the shooting from outside, the the, the maneuver, the fakes, the, the handles that you had. Very very impressive yeah. shit, man. Uh, you know, I knew you were yeah. a soccer player. Yeah, of and course. you brought a lot of spark as a you know to the team as a soccer yeah. player. But when I saw you play basketball, I was like, Holy moly, yeah, this guy uh, play <laughs>
1: Uh I appreciate it, but yeah, and uh I think soccer translates, you know, I, I believe that soccer and basketball is a very Similar, if not the same, sport. Yeah. You know, uh, as far as cuts, movements. Well, I
0: think I think it's good for young athletes to yeah. get a variety of different sports. You of course, know, 100%. play play basketball, play soccer, play track. Yeah. you know that's a that's a touchy subject between like parents and coaches. Yeah. They don't want any of their players playing other sports because yeah. they don't want to risk injury. Of course. You know, I. I get that, yeah. but you want to develop the human and the player and the athlete all in one. And the more experiences you can have, the better that yeah. person's going to be, whether athletically or intellectually or just as, as a human. Yeah, eSport, you
1: know? I think, gives, a, you know, e-sport gives a, a skill that can translate to another sport. And also, I believe, you know, by participating or getting involved in multiple sports, you don't get burned out by your the sport that you're supposed to, you know, focus on. Cause sure. if, if you stay with one sport sometime, you know, that's where kids burn out, um, you know, sure. playing the same sport you're on and it kind of gets tiring, you know, yeah. I do that now. So I, I can understand it at a, at a, maybe a 12 year old, 10 year old gets frustrated sure. with it. Sure. So yeah, definitely, you know, soccer translated to helping me with basketball with angles and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I had a pretty good career at Wisconsin Parkside, which, uh, gave me the opportunity and opened up doors for agents to contact me. Uh, yeah after my senior year so I had about you know five or six different agents that contacted me um, you know I talked with them and you know decided to sign to sign with the one I'm with now which I'm you know happy about um, and from there you know we did a good job working um, you know I'm a dual citizen so right after college I got involved with uh, one of my dreams was to play with the Polish national team so my agent kind of got that done and contacted the head coach over there and brought me in for the summer. For with the with the B-team over there. Um, and it was great. In Poland? In Poland. So I was in Poland there for about a week with training camp and then we actually flew to China for three weeks. So I was in China over there. And uh, this was like your first experience? This was my f- first, first, very first pro experience. Was Amazing. So you're right, playing
0: with the Polish B-team, second squad, doing some traveling, going to see yeah. different areas, different places, different yeah. competition. That's already a success in itself.
1: Yeah. So it was late June... July I got back probably late July um so I was home for another three weeks and then I was fortunate enough to get a you know contract from a, a team out in Greece which was Kavala Kavala BC um and that was my first pro year uh, it was unreal experience living in Greece for nine ten months everything about the country is beautiful and it was an amazing experience you know my apartment was on the beach uh, weather was incredible it's sunny all day every day food everything about Greece I loved um, and I was blessed to just be there and visit one of the most beautiful countries and actually live yeah. there for nine ten 10 months. Yeah,
0: and then playing, the competition level, yeah, like and experience. Yeah. I mean, like that That all was great for you, too. It, sure.
1: it, yeah, it was a, a huge uh, year for me as far as development goes, um, especially being, you know, a uh, so-called younger guy. Yeah. And, and I had the ball in my hands a lot. I was there with a big role, and that helped me out with my first year I understand the European game. Yeah. And that translated to, you know, just... Getting better throughout the year and understanding the game, just playing a lot of minutes and, you know, came back uh, after Greece late May, and then back home training and, um, you know, that's when uh, last summer I, I got the invitation for the senior national team, uh, Polish national team. Uh, so I was there for about a month, month and a half with those guys, which that's the highest level. Uh, I think you could probably play out there, you the know, the NBA, team. yeah. You know, you playing against guys, we played against, you know, Porzingis, Dennis Schroeder from the NBA, Valent. You know, the list goes on and on. You know, those are just simple names I'm throwing right. out there. But just being around those guys and and, and practicing it, it, you know, it kind of motivated me more and I'm sure. And showed me showed me, you know, something that maybe that many people don't see or get the chance to play there. So that was a unreal experience, Buttson. and
0: what were some of the things that those professional guys did that you saw specifically that you took to your game? Is yeah. there was there anything specifically they did maybe like, you know I was talking to a friend of mine today when I was training. We're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo and the mm-hmm. World Cup and uh, when Gareth Bale moved from his prior teams at real madrid and watched him practice and then he was realizing like wow this is why he's good because he's there an hour two hours before practice then he's staying two hours later practicing free kicks doing the cryotherapy doing any massage that he needs to so like is there anything that those guys that you know nba caliber players showed you at all
1: yeah definitely um you know i think i actually was watching the game today with you know portugal spain and uh, you know one of the commentators said uh you know laser focus and that's kind of what i being around those guys it kind of that was the biggest thing that um i noticed with those kind of caliber guys is two things um, the first thing was that when it's time to work they work you know you you know you can have fun you can do this and you know at the let's say high school or college level you know people are having fun and when even in practice time they kind of go lackadaisical or you know in the drills they take it you know half fast right, or anything right. like that um but those guys, when it was time to work and time to do drills, they they got after it and they knew why they were there for a specific reason, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And and the other thing was they adapted really quickly. I think that's a big thing with the higher levels you go up, the quicker you gotta adapt to certain situations, environments, and that's really shows who can play or who's really good, you know. Very and those are the two things I think that separate them is. You know really
0: taking laser focus la- and your ability to adapt yes
1: those two things are I would say a big step into and in, in progressing in whatever field that may be your career I think those are the two big things and I think it's progression very, yeah. I think it's a
0: very good point you can take those two things and then you can transfer them over to any yeah. area in life you want to be good at whatever you need laser focus yeah. you need to be able to adapt I yeah. think that's very important. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, so then as far as like, you know, physicality and playing against them, speed, yeah. how did you feel like comparing yourself to that?
1: Um. Mm-hmm. Well, I felt, I felt good. You know, um, I put a lot of work in, I, I work hard, I, I feel like I work hard and, um, you know, I work hard so I can be prepared for those moments yeah, and, Absolutely. Man. you know, um, stay ready so you don't have to get ready, you know, and, uh you know the, the biggest difference was definitely the the length um you know obviously those guys are athletic sort of footers yeah those big guys even across the wings like and you know obviously in high school you don't see that you know those kind of players but in college you know maybe at the level I played at there wasn't that much length on the wing or perimeter it was just more down low but at that level there's length across the whole board and i think that was the biggest um adjustment or uh you know adjustment i had to make as you know as far as just mm-hmm different reads understanding that you know maybe this pass won't work or I have to throw this pass a little right. harder or right. attack here quicker. So, right. I felt comfortable, I felt comfortable. It was definitely adjustment. There was definitely a couple adjustments I had to make, but as far as I felt like I felt like I belonged there. So,
0: that that no question, no question. What do you do to mentally prepare? Is there like a ritual you go through um before
1: games or just in general?
0: Before. Take me through whatever you do to mentally prepare because I mean I mean you got to be ready to go in all aspects before the game after the game you have interviews post and pre-game you have you know meetings with the coach you have yeah. meetings with your players and teammates and all that stuff and yeah just take me through a little bit of what you do for mindful and spiritual practice or anything yeah. you that you do specifically
1: um you know i do practice my faith uh, that's one of the things that helps me mentally sure. stay at peace um you know have a little more maybe clear vision um, I think that, but um, as far as that, I try to just stay in the moment, um, I try not to look too much far in the future. Um, I mean, obviously I planned for the future, but I tried not to look too far into it. And I also try not to look in the past too much because you, there's nothing you can change or do anything about it. So um, I believe that if you take care of the present, the future will take care of itself. So I try to stay in the moment as much as possible and not get caught up, you know, never too high, never too low type mentality. Um, and with that, I, you know, I, I'm a patient guy. That's my favorite word is patience. And I try to stay as patient as possible, understanding that timing is everything and everyone has their time, specific time. So I try not to get caught up in the, you know, in the hype or stuff like that. I think a big thing with being not even a professional athlete, but as far as just in life, is being able to block out the stuff that's non important. You know, people get caught up in, and, and and things that don't really matter yeah or so
0: say it louder yeah
1: <laughs> don't really matter uh, or they think that it has importance at that specific time in, you know in their life um, so I just think it's if you know what you want you you do everything you can to work for it and you know you just, just you know have faith have patience mm-hmm. it will come on and just consistently you know put in the work so
0: that, see, that's that's something that people don't understand. Like you mentioned this already four or five different times. Yeah. I put in the work. I put in the work. Yeah. I watched you put in the work. Yeah. Every day, consistently. When I'm at, you know, when I'm going to my work. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, for the last year, I watched you down there, and uh, that's not an easy thing to do either. You know, whether it's a workout, whether that's you're playing a game, whether you gotta do X, Y, and Z, whatever. Yeah. It's not an easy thing to go ahead and do something that's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure this experience for you, although it's been enjoyable, it's put you in uncomfortable situations. Different countries, different language, right? Yeah. You know, different style of play, different players. I'm sure, like, different players come and go. For sure. On your team as well. So you got to learn to adapt to that guy and not just go. Now this guy comes in. Oh, this guy gets injured. Now another guy comes in.
1: Yeah. You got to learn to do that.
0: You know, that takes some special qualities and that those qualities are i think are developed over time correct yeah. you know they're definitely developed over time so after um Another thing we, to touch on yeah, yeah, i'm please. sorry no don't 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 uh, please it, go ahead yeah um
1: just because uh, um, i think a lot of people try to like you said what do i do mentally um i try to you know stay within myself and try to just be better than what i was yesterday you know people get caught up in comparisons or why well, you know why is it working out for that guy and not me and i feel like once your mindset goes there you kind of lose focus of what you're what you really want um i try not to do that i try to just be better than who i am i'm not in competition with anybody but, except but myself right. i just want to be a better version than i was yesterday whether that's on the court off the court you know mentally physically it's spiritually very wise. Yeah. very wise you're 24 yeah. years old yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i'm, I'm 24. glad
0: i'm glad to hear you say stuff like that and i'm yeah. glad that we actually got this you know recording because people need to hear that yeah you know, uh, I think social media and the internet, it, it teaches us to compare Dude. likes and follows and all this bullshit, and, you know, I get caught up in that. Yeah, I think it, it's, no, it's, natural. it's it's natural. Everyone gets caught everyone up in it. I get every, caught up into it sometimes. Everybody gets caught into it, but, you know, like you said, you got to stay grounded. You got to stay within the moment. Don't yeah. get too far ahead. Plan for it, but don't get caught in the hype. Just yeah. stay in the moment, which is super important, I, I learned a lot of that through meditation. Mm-hmm. Meditation is something I picked up last November, and it was just a stupid challenge that we talked about in this podcast. But it really taught me to stay in the moment, and that there's one giant connectedness to everybody and everything. And um, yeah, man, I think it's just an, it's an important piece, and I'm really glad that you said that. Mm-hmm. Staying, staying focused, and not getting too caught up. Um, so after after Greece, mm-hmm. you played a whole season. Now, How long are the seasons in Europe? Yeah, are they like NBA.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Um, uh,
0: three four nights, three, three four nights a week playing games.
1: It's a little different there. That you know, once you, there's different like levels when you get to Europe. Um, obviously, you have like let's say your Euro League, which is comparable to like you know they compare it to NBA. Obviously, NBA is better, but that's like their nba right they have euro cup which is underneath that they have champions league which is underneath that so they have like and there's other you know cups that they play in sure. and that's where like the bigger budget teams or the better teams in each country play against other teams from other countries so those teams play about you know two maybe three games a week so but usually you play in your domestic you play in your domestic league and that's usually once maybe twice a week depending on how the calendar falls okay but it's you know it's usually 30 to 40 games um, a year or for the nine10 month period and then playoffs um, those higher teams like I mentioned those year, yearly Euro Cup um, they play about maybe like an NBA schedule maybe close to 70 80 games yeah. um, just because they're playing in other countries and against sure. other teams and stuff like that so it's it's pretty much like a, I compare it to like a like a school you know school year I, I leave sometime in August and I come back sometime in April or May depending on how' our, you know, season one.
0: Sure.
1: So it's about nine, ten month, ten month season.
0: Interesting.
1: So similar to what the MBA is. And
0: then practice every night, team meetings. Uh, yeah. You guys do like yoga sessions and all yeah. that. Yeah. Um,
1: sometimes, sometimes. I mean, I've been only two years, so I can't really right. say. You know, I know we had a yoga once, or, you know, different kind of, strength training with the team at different clubs and stuff like that, but um yeah Uh um, i do it personally i do yoga for myself for as far as recovery and feeling fresh as possible sure that's what one of the things that people don't necessarily pay attention to is yeah the court stuff is great the skill work is great but in reality our job is our body if i can't perform at 100 percent, i can't play if i can't play i can't you know get a contract I can't, you know what i do you think it's yeah. gone yes
0: gone.
1: so it's a body thing so i i try to you know that comes with eating right, yoga. But I, t- I do yoga as far as, you know, recover properly, make my you know muscles feel fresh, and you know, that's what I do.
0: Dude, beautiful. That's great because I mean it's so important. I don't know that people really understand that what you put into your body, you you become, you turn into. Yeah. And if it's clean nutrients, then you're gonna make better cells. You're gonna be able to work better. You're yeah. gonna perform optimally. Yes. Ha- what what was like? Uh, have you been injured at all the last couple of years? playing? No, so I have to, no, have to fight any injuries or no,
1: don't no, nothing, no, you know, not common, <laughs> not nothing. Have anything happens, but no, no, I haven't had any serious injuries in my in my That's life. That's good. I'm
0: sure that you can, you know, yeah, think proper training, nutrition, yeah. staying hydrated, you know, eating quality foods, and then the combination of strength training and yoga is so complementary. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're hitting the weights, whether it's plyometric training or whether it's strength training, like you're sh- constantly shortening those muscle fibers and when you complement that with you know a, a yoga session where those muscles are lengthening not just a physical thing it's like the mind is yeah. there too you know and you connect it all together and when all those pieces are, are fit together the brain just works so much better yeah wouldn't you agree
1: yeah you you become a little more clearer and stuff you, if you're if your body's feeling terrible sore your your your, your brain and your mind is going to feel sore too um so that's how I feel it is. And I feel like the clearer mind you have, the the you know, the harder you can work, the more you know, smarter, the smarter work, you
0: can work. The smarter right. you can work. Yeah. It's not a,
1: it's not all about working hard, it's about working smart as well. Absolutely. Because I mean you can put a lot of work in and you can put a lot more work in than someone else, but you know You can just be
0: getting to the wrong place yeah, faster or harder. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah you can just because you're doing a lot more work doesn't mean you're got getting just because you're doing a lot more work doesn't mean you're getting a lot more work done. You right. know, so Right, it's all about working smarter too.
0: Absolutely, and you're doing that. That's awesome. So, after Greece,
1: yeah, I went to the post-national team. That's when I was there for a month and a half. You know, which was an unbelievable experience. Probably the best experience I had when it comes to basketball. Um, Interesting. Yeah, awesome, amazing, uh, truly a blessing to be there. Uh, it was one of my dreams from when I was a little kid, and I saw it, you know manifest or you know come to life. So. It was really cool. Um, After that, so I was there for a month and a half, and then while I was there, I I picked up a contract from a German club, um, Chemnitz. I was there, so I signed while I was with the Polish national team, but I came back literally for about a day and a half to just pack up my bags. So I went from Poland to back to Chicago for about a day and a half, pack up my bags, and then off again for uh, nine nine months, about nine months. Um, So I was there in Germany for for my second season hmm. I, I watched those
0: highlights of Germany bigger bigger crowds yeah. more people probably more money on the line uh, the game looked like it was faster mm-hmm. you know longer players across the board um, how did you feel you adapted from playing from one country to the next
1: yeah it was definitely a lot different um, from comparing Greece and Germany those two leagues and the second leagues I played in Um as far as imports, so people that come out of the country, uh, where in Greece there's only a lot of one import on a team and it only had to it can only be in a European um in Greece. So most, most players you play against were domestic players. Whereas in Germany you can have as many imports technically as you want, as long as there's two Germans on the court at all times. Ah. So the more imports I'm not, you know, more imports means that there's going to be maybe more athletic players, a faster game, like you mentioned, variety, Uh, better competition. Um, So, yeah, it was definitely, definitely, uh, I believe it was better league from a basketball standpoint, and even from an organization standpoint, of course, the crowds were unbelievable, the organization was top-notch, everything was organized, you know, like I said, marketing was huge there, promotion, so the games were always packed. You know, three, four thousand fans every game. Um so yeah, it was it was definitely a different experience from, For from sure, man.
0: That's cool. So where do you go now? What's the next step? What like what's your mindset right now, twenty eighteen, summertime? Yeah. Uh you said be ready so you don't have to get ready. Yeah. So you're always ready. I'm sure you like you said Working out two times a day. Let's start there. Let's talk about your two-day workouts. Let's mm-hmm. get a little specific. Yeah. A lot of my listeners like to hear, you know, what different style workouts people are doing. That's, I mean, I want to hear. It. Yeah. Forget, you yeah, know, yeah. forget yeah. listeners. Sorry, guys. I want to hear what you uh, yeah. professional <laughs> athletes are doing so that I can take a little bit of what you're doing yeah. and implement it to myself. Maybe coach it, teach it. You know. Um, so you said you're running at the beach. What, what yeah. What kind of stuff are you doing?
1: So, um, I usually, you know, work out about. You know, six out six days out of the week, you know, maybe five and a half, you know, um, so they with
0: one rest day, one
1: rest day, I usually take some days off just to recover and try to get away from the game a little bit.
0: Yeah, keep uh, fresh.
1: Yeah, nine ten months feeding can be draining, um, more draining mentally than it is physically. Um, yeah, because you're always just kind of like that laser focused. That's how I am. Um, I like to be focused throughout the season. I'm there for a reason. You have to be. We talked
0: about the two principles, right? The laser focus and the adaptability. That's it's a non-negotiable. Of course. And of course that gets mentally tough and tired and tiring, you know? You're probably traveling all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm sure the different interactions between whoever, teammates, coaches, fans, whatever. I'm sure it gets a little old. I mean, not knowing the language, I'm sure it's like Alright man, how much longer can we be speaking
1: Zedor yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course, yeah. You know. But um so with starting off with my workouts, um, you know, I first kind of assess myself, you know, I'm not athletically gifted, uh, you know, I don't have the crazy length, the size like these other basketball players do. So I know I have to put in more work than, than them and my margin of error is a lot smaller than these guys and that's the folk you know that's how I prepare and I stay focused in the summertime is knowing that I can't take many days off just just because they're doing it doesn't mean I can and that's what I try to do so um I try to get two maybe three workouts a day um you know I like to get up in the morning in the summertime I usually get up around 5 45 6 um, head to the gym around seven or something like that. Um, and I go to time, weight room.
0: And the time you wake up five forty-five to that seven, mm-hmm. what's that routine like? Yeah. Cause that's gotta be important. I'm sure it's yeah. consistent every day. I love my morning routine. I love waking up at five, yeah. making my coffee, making sure my dogs are taken care of. I do my 15 to 25 minute meditation. Mm-hmm. I prepare my green shake and food. And I'm ready to rock and roll, yeah. but don't let me tell you how to live your life. Or of course, else. Of course. I want to hear something. Like, yeah. So what's that? What's that yeah. time
1: for you? Um, so I wake up in the morning, I kind of don't really rush out of bed, I, you know, I get the alarm and I kind of just ease my way, you know, like I said, I'm, you know, I practice my faith, so I, I pray in the morning before I wake up, uh, before I get the day started, so I do that, I get up, I, you know, I love oatmeal, so I eat oatmeal, <laughs> banana oatmeal to be specific, with maybe some blueberries or raspberries, you know, you probably do more stuff with like that with antioxidants and stuff like sure. that to start off the day. Sure. Sure with the different. sugars and stuff sure Everyone's different. so i like to eat that um but while i'm eating um so while i'm preparing my food i listen to music just to kind of get me going whatever music hip-hop rap. hip-hop rap is my favorite um i just love music so I, I kind of listen to it in the morning and then once i sit down and start eating i kind of start to uh, watch more videos than i do listen to music and the videos consist of anything it can be motivational um it can be basketball it's more basketball specific just because that's what i'm trying to do in the morning and trying to prepare you know get ready or you know work on it throughout my day so it's more basketball specific but i do you know whether it's some kind of motivation or some kind of speakers or maybe even like some spiritual stuff i like to watch in the morning while i'm eating um youtube I yeah youtube a lot of youtube stuff i'm a big yeah it's probably my favorite best thing ever. best thing yeah, yeah. um so yeah, I do that. I, I watch a lot of videos. I like to get in my zone. I'm not a big talker in the morning. I like to stay quiet. I'm a quiet guy in, in general, but um, yeah, I like to do that. That's my morning ritual. Then, you know, obviously, you know, do the bathroom stuff, uh, you know.
0: <laughs> so you go to the gym then, Yeah. that.
1: Yeah, so I go to the gym. I you know I'm there for however, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be there too long, but I'm trying to act, just get my work done. You know, a lot of How people,
0: do you structure your workouts is yeah. there like a trainer that gives you shit
1: or yeah um well being with you know playing two years of professional now I learned a lot from those trainers out mm-hmm. there they do a lot of you know in Europe they they focus on your health a lot more than what they do here in the states as far as even like gym classes here over there it's a lot of about mobility stability uh, stretching
0: um, stuff like that Which so, it should have more of a primary focus here yes if it's not already yes you know, mobility yes. and, and stretching and flexibility and and all that stuff will get you ready to play and less likely to be injured. Yes,
1: 100%. And that's how, you know, over there it's, you know, here maybe it's all about looking strong or something, but in my sport, basketball, it's not about looking, it's about being on the court. So Mm -hmm. that's why they do more mobility, stability stuff, um, core stuff and stuff, you know, that kind of, those kind of exercises. Um, But so I learned a lot from even... I learned uh, the most was with the Polish national team, just because that level is, you know, top notch. Top yeah. and so I learned a lot of those guys. And I actually have that trainer who wrote me up some workouts. And I, I wherever I go, I, if I work out, I try to write it down. So I, you know,
0: you I, know what's ahead of you, cross it off. Yeah, it's your visual guy like that. Yeah, that I like sense. to write it down just
1: because I can always go back to it and say, oh, what the, Why do we do those two things together? I'm a and I like to ask questions too. You know, why this? Why that? So. And then from that, I kind of, you know, I also have a couple friends that exercise science majors and stuff like that. And, you know, just working out with a lot of different trainers, I see how they structure their workouts, and that's what I base it off of from. So um, a lot more, it's not going to be more, it's going to be more functional stuff, of course, with with basketball, stuff that will directly translate to the court. Uh So, you know. Yeah, I'm not a huge fitness guy, I'm not. Sure. Well, yeah, I the lower body i sure you educate yeah. your lower body yeah. and
0: make sure that those muscles are strong. Of course. And regular, you know, squat, deadlift, lunges, yeah. you know, Power expo- movements, explosion yeah. style, style exercises. Yeah. I mean you're not I'm sure you're not lifting super heavy. There's no. no there's no need to. Yeah,
1: more reps so yeah. my endurance is, stays high. Um and then also um a lot of circuits. A lot of circuits. Um I don't try to take too many breaks in between stuff just because that like Two I said,
0: three exercises back-to-back? Back. Yeah,
1: maybe four. Uh, four exercises back-to-back to back-to-back uh, to back to back, uh, yeah. with low, low, um, you know, rest, low, rest in between. Low, low rest. Just because, you know, on the court, you don't have time to rest and you don't have, you know, timeouts are even mm-hmm. only a minute and breaks. So you, that's what I try to do. I try to mimic what I'm doing on the court on, in the weight the room. best as possible. Yeah. So I, I do, you know, I work out, let's say, five times a week um, in the weight room. I'm in the weight room five times a week three of those days are usually like some sh- type of strength training and the other two days are focused on stability, um, mobilization, you know, core stuff, um, one-legged stuff, balance, a lot of balance of stuff. So like Tuesdays, I do a lot of stability on one foot, um, kind of the who ball and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And then on the other day, I do a lot more hip stuff. Um, hips are very important. Oh, yeah. Especially that's where all your explosion comes from. Uh-huh. So that's why I try to do it. And then I'm Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, that's when I do strength training. On two, I mean, Mondays, I do some, you know, legs. I do legs. And then Wednesday, I do upper body. I do it as a whole. I don't break up the body parts just because, to me, that... Push-pull. Yeah, push-pull, stuff like that. To me, breaking up body parts, you know, with basketball doesn't make sense. Just cause it's, got it's,
0: its, it's got its place for yeah. the people that do that. You know, and, and you know, isolation development. yes. But yes. When, when it comes to, you know translating those type of you know movements in the weight room to the cords yeah. I think it's a better approach yeah. push pull pressing motions and I don't know that you're really focusing on smaller muscle groups like biceps and triceps yeah. you know I don't know that that's like a key for you it's just a lot you know, yeah. making sure everything's evenly strengthened
1: like a good balance yeah. of course I do it but I don't put my focus on sure it. Um, and then Friday I do you know legs again but it's more about explosive stuff like hand clean stuff sure. like that. Um, and then, you know, sometimes, you know, like you mentioned before, I do some beach workouts.
0: Yeah, yeah. Take me a little through that. Like yeah. sprints. Yeah. In the jumps. beach. Yeah. In
1: the beach, I do more agility stuff. Um, I do a lot of ladder stuff. And then I do defensive stuff. I try to do, like, you know, basketball stuff. Basketball-related exercises, more focused on defense. Sure. So the three, I guess, three areas I target when I'm on the beach is agility, um, defensive stuff, defensive exercise and explosion um, and obviously I finish off with some type of sprints but nice. that's what I do in, in the beach and maybe some you know strengthen your feet yes Between those feet Ankles, muscles yeah.
0: which is really important because you know you're wearing those basketball shoes which have all that support and ankle support that you did play over time you wear I mean when you wear regular shoes the muscles in your feet atrophy yeah you know and those like that's a big deal when it comes to longevity and staying injured mm-hmm prone and all that stuff or less likely to get injured is what i mean so yeah you're working all those muscles in your feet that don't typically get utilized um do you feel difference yeah when you do 100 kind
1: of it's your base yeah. i mean your it starts from your feet yeah everything starts from your feet and i can feel uh springy i feel springy when i'm on the court because the sand's always it's the resistance sure added resistance sure. so i still i feel springy i feel more I feel quicker. I feel more explosive, and I definitely recommend it. I definitely, you know, I love to do it just because I can really see it translate. And when just I'm working living. outside, yeah. There's nothing yeah. like that. Getting yeah, invited by, to D, right, right by the beach and you know, water. right by the water. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's actually it's nice. Uh, I love I love to do the beach workouts and stuff like that. So absolutely, man. So that's that's what I do in the mornings, um, and then I come back home. I eat, you know, usually eat. I mean obviously eat yeah. something good I relax then
0: let's go a little bit more in depth on what you eat how yeah. you eat when do you say F off I want to have this hot dog and some candy because you got to be really disciplined you got to yeah. keep your body in check and you know you go off the deep end a couple times then you're just like oh shit I'll just do nothing, you know i have this bag of yeah. or this bagel or this piece of pizza so like how how strict are you um eat? and like what's this quality of food treating? yeah um as of
1: late, um, I went no dairy, no dairy anymore.
0: Can um, bet mess up your stomach. You have yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I never had issues. Um, I watched some videos this year about some health stuff mm-hmm. and and about you know how dairy can be cancerous and stuff like that. Interesting. And I, not that I had a problem with it, but you know, if I drank too much milk or I ate too many eggs, I felt like my stomach was acting up a little bit and mm-hmm. felt bloated and interesting. It felt like. It felt like i it was bloated and it shouldn't you know sometimes you eat and you know you're going to be you feel full but mm. th- that feeling felt like unnecessary so this year i tried no dairy and it was unbelievable um, the how you feel? yeah there's two two things i did with an accustomed nutrition in my life that i got off of that i saw unreal results was first one was you know obviously being after you drink a lot of gatorade pyroid and i used to you know, drink so many uh, so many bottles a day, and I cut off that. I decided I'm just gonna strictly tr- drink water. You know, maybe with like some you know lemons or some kind of you know fruits. Sure. And once I did that, once I cut out the sugars, I felt the difference right away from day to day. Um, that was the first thing, and then my second thing would be the dairy. Is once I got off that, I felt from a day to day basis the recovery was just on another level, and I felt fresher. So instead of milk, I I mean I drink almond milk. Um, no, no really, no eggs, um, just egg whites, um, no cheeses, um, not that I won't eat it because of course there's pizza and I sure. want to eat it and sure. I'm, I'm not like crazy, like a freak when it comes to nutrition like that, but, um, I'll have it maybe once just cause if I'm around her, I want the taste for it. Yeah. But at, from Keep that balance, yeah. which is
0: important, another important aspect of keeping yourself mentally yeah. sane, you know?
1: Yeah. But no, no dairy, like no butter, obviously all like no mayonnaise and stuff like that. I felt like a huge difference with that, um, I try, you know, I try to eat as clean as possible. A lot, a lot of vegetables. Um, in the mornings after my workout, I like to eat egg whites with spinach and mushrooms. Nice. I like to eat that, you know. Um, that's my go-to meal quality. right, right after it's that, um, with some fruit, of course. Fruit, um, whatever fruits around the house, you know. Uh, berries. Berries I like in the morning, even like pineapple and stuff wow, like that. Fresh yeah. water. Whatever's man. in season. too. Yes, like the that's summertime, huge. Yeah. now You
0: have mangoes. You have. Watermelon, yeah. pineapple, good yeah. quality. Yeah, you
1: know. So that's Chicago, what anyway. that's what I do. I mean, I have a protein shake after that, but then that's when I eat that, and then I go. Then I lay down, I relax for my workout, and I usually take a nap, um, about an hour nap, hour and a half nap, and then I head over to my next workout around you know afternoon sometime, maybe like one thirty or something like that, and, and that's that? that's on the court. So. um... That's skill work, skill work. Um, different scenarios, different situations that happened on the court throughout the game. That's why I work on. And, uh, I'm in there until I get my work done, until I feel I'm. Um...
0: By yourself? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I work out with some friends. I work out with some friends that come with me. Um, yeah, not not too many, um, but yeah, we do we do work out, we do skill work, and I we were in there. I don't have like a certain time limit. I just in there knowing what I want to do, and once I feel good with what I've done then I'll, I'll, I'll head out so kind of like a kind of like a perfectionist as far as you know getting that last rep done clean perfect and then I head back home you know I eat you know shower up all that you know stuff eat again and then I relax and then at night that's when I usually just hang out with friends just because when people are available or if if I can maybe I'll do a third workout and that'll be strictly it'll be like just a ball handling workout or it's just a shooting workout or Something related to that.
0: When you shoot for a shooting workout, how many shots do you want to take? Mm-hmm. How many shots are you looking to make? And, and how do you feel when you're, I mean, what's the, what is it like when you're satisfied after that? Like, what I've done after this.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to shooting, um, it's a good mixture of how many I want to make. Actually, it's more of a how many I want to make out of how many I take. It's right. not like I'm trying to go in there and say I'm taking a 1,000 you know, taking 500 or whatever.
0: You want, cause you want quality shots? I want quality.
1: I want quality. I want a good high percentage. So yeah. I train my mind and train my muscle memory to take quality shots and very efficient shots. Try to be as efficient as possible. So um, it can vary. I mean, it can vary, you know, usually around maybe. More than 300 for sure. I mean, one day maybe it can be 300. One day I might feel like I want to shoot 1,000, you know. Or yeah. One day yeah. I might feel like 500 or something. That, that's when you're shoot. shooting.
0: You can shoot.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, you know, uh, I try to work on it. Um, but that's just like if I'm just doing a specific shooting workout, I'll try to do that many shots. Um, I'm more about, like, situation workouts. So really work on the stuff that I'm in, in the game as far as pick and rolls, as far as different types of moves or... Creating space, really, you know, skill work, and you know, um, that's what I try to focus on. Not just like, just shooting or just sure. Balling you can't just
0: go in there without no game plan. Yes, yeah. Got to make sure that you're practicing with a purpose. Got to make sure that there's intent. And you would carry out and execute. I think that's a testament to like your success thus far. Mm-hmm. Like everything, your your routine, your mindset, yeah. the way you take care of your body, your your mental approach. Like, you just approach. your mm-hmm. you approach everything. You're a great person, and like I I don't know. I, I commend you. you just it's it's inspirational yeah. to me, man. It really I is, it. and it's awesome. It really is awesome, and, I, and I'm glad that you came here and, sh- and shared your story. What else, man? What else can uh, can we talk about? Like, let's let's go back and talk about that uh, 2010 year that you guys yeah. had playing soccer, yeah, right? Yeah, now yeah. you guys go out there and you make an awesome season. there was one goal. There was one goal I remember you scoring. I think it was a super sectional or something. You had a game winner at the end. Do you remember? Do you recall anything like uh-huh. that?
1: I recall something like that, but <laughs> I don't know direct, you know, specifically what yeah, which goal talking, you're talking about. I'm talking
0: like eight or nine years ago. Now, I mean, I
1: remember all the goals. I remember like it was yesterday. That experience was amazing. So
0: yeah, um, I mean,
1: yeah, but that 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 season, that was 2011. That was 2011 season. That was my junior year. Um, you know, everyone focused on 2011, but I believe that season started in 2010. Um, we had the same group in 2010 that we did 2011. Yeah. I don't believe we had any seniors. Maybe we had one. It's the same team coming back and we actually lost to the regional final on our home field that year. Um, uh, and we got blown out. We got yeah. smacked. I remember that. But I remember everyone that year, all the sophomores and juniors. Uh, we stayed and watched the celebration and we all told ourselves that we can't let this happen again. Yeah. And we want to be that team. And I think that team ended up winning state that year. I think, uh, same fighter. Ended up winning state. Yeah.
0: I had to go scout them because yeah. we were about to play them in our, you know, for our regional final. So I went to go scout them, and what happened was they were a, a, a bigger school at the time that ended up not getting enough enrollment. Yeah. So they got dropped down a level. So they ended up playing yeah, yeah, yeah. with Maybe smaller some schools than... like us. You know. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. When I went to go scout them, like these guys, big, fast, yeah. and strong. They were good. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. The year we after got... that, you guys did. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we got smacked
1: that that game. I remember, and uh, and we entered, you know, that summer, that off season, that summer, really focused, really, really driven, really wanted to create something special. Uh, we had the same team coming back, like I mentioned. Yeah, it was so the next year it was only juniors and seniors, so was the same exact team, yep. and that summer was really what you know, jump started, launch what launch pad, whatever you want to call it, into that. That, you know, memorable season. Sure. Um, you know, we, we had a great summer. Even off the field, we had a great... Yeah. We always hung out. We always went out to eat. We always had team bondings.
0: Great, great group of kids. Yeah. I swear, man. Like, impacted me so much. And, like, to the point where I'm at today. Yeah. Like, that exact season i mean i can go back to when i was playing high school soccer because i had the same run mm-hmm. you know and when i watched you guys play as sophomores and juniors i was like okay, you guys can totally do the same thing yeah you have it here there's yeah. something here there's special quality and you know it just shows 10 years later the group of guys and the character that was there is now manifesting itself in other ways in positive ways and worse and impacting people in good ways which is which is what it's all about yeah it is you know? it is what it's all about and I don't know it's just special special to be part of stuff like that yeah you
1: know yeah that whole year that whole year was fun like I said we always had team bondings we always enjoyed ourselves uh, like I mentioned before like when you asked me what's the difference at that level I saw it at that even at the high school level we are just really focused each, each day we went came to work we were just driven and we wanted to accomplish something and we weren't letting anyone stop us from getting to where we wanted to get to and you know we'll always cherish that and have the memories for the rest of our lives. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's Definitely. awesome to talk about.
0: It is awesome to talk about. Yeah. And uh, I, I think we can we can close it out there. Like anything that anybody ever wants to do in life, whether that's sports, whether that's get a job, school, relationships, you apply those same principles. You focus. You look at yourself objectively. You, you work on the things. You work. You really have to put in work, guys. Yeah. You put in the work and you do what you need to do. Uh, how much do you want it? You gotta ask yourself those things. But all those lessons that we just talked about is all transferable in all areas of life, not just sports, you know, and everything. So uh, this was great. This was was exactly what I thought was going to be captured yeah. when I asked you to come here, man. So again, I just I need to express my gratitude for you. Just everything you've done so far. You're you're an inspiration to many. I mean, you're from. Norage, you're from this area just like I am, just like those kids at Ridgewood who are looking to get inspired and looking to to be inspired. It could happen, anything could happen with just those intangibles that you mentioned. So I really appreciate it. Phone,
1: (laughs) you know, I hate when, I always bring up the example of people, so you text people to go eat, and then you go sit down and eat with them and you're on your phone worrying about other people. Like, that's hypocritical, you're contradicting yourself, and I mean, you know, you're there because you want to eat lunch with that or dinner with that person. And you now you're worrying about, them. you worrying about some other people. And I think that's disrespectful. You oh, know? yeah. That's and I sure. learned that. I learned that. Honestly, I learned that a lot overseas just because being all away from home, once I'm home, whoever I'm with, they're getting my full attention. Yeah. So that's, that's how I look at it. good
0: quality. And you're a single guy? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. Of course, yeah. No, but they get my full attention. Whoever I'm with, uh, I don't want to be, you know. Like I said, that's why I'm staying in the moment. Yeah. All the other stuff is, is whack and you know, stuff like that. Yeah,
0: man, it's it's, it's important. <laughs> like I, I think about the kids that uh, that are always texting and in their phone and face down and like, you just avoid conversation. You avoid your. I mean, you you don't develop those skills that you need yeah. to communicate effectively. You don't build up a tolerance to other people and their yeah. other bullshit. Like yeah. you know, you can't take you're like everything. a slave to it. Yeah. It's like,
1: I mean like I saw I read a quote or something, you know, they call cell phones and like cell phones in prison, you you're in a cell. And you know, people are like in prison to their phones. Like they're locked up to their phones and they can't get out of that mindset of, like, I need my phone, I need to get on this, I need to go on IG, I need to go on Twitter. Yeah. Like it's a drug you know it is a drug. it's a drug it literally it's is. a it's a drug that people don't think about it's it's subconscious and that can just like any seed can grow to something great any seed can grow to
0: something bad and
1: I think that's what it's doing you know
0: yeah I mean don't get me wrong there's I think there's a lot of good that can come 100% social media. 100% marketing
1: promotion everything is great there
0: just needs to be discipline yes yes especially with young kids I've said this a hundred times. Like, there needs to be discipline. Parents need to actually pay attention to how long these kids are on their fucking cell (laughs) phone. I don't mean to get, you know, I don't mean to swear, but it's the truth. Like, I tell my my students when I was teaching to download the app Moment. Mm -hmm. And Moment is an app that tracks your screen time. How long are you looking at your phone? So we would check in Monday, Tuesday, and I'd be like, yo, guys take a look at your moment app how long were you on your phone saturday and sunday yeah 6 hours that's 7 not, hours and if
1: that's not being productive then that's wasting your time wasting
0: you know? and, and like not developing yourself yeah. you know like the, maybe you don't think about it that way as a 14 year old no. but your brain is so you know it's evolving it's 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 turning into what it's going to be for the rest of its days and, that's right. you know learning to communicate with people with with adults with you know, have good relationships and build on yeah. your relationships, like, that's all crucial. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, a cell phone It's, it's organic, cordial. it's organic. Yeah. It
1: I mean, is. cell phones are great because, like, right now, I mean, I wouldn't be able to live without it while well, being overseas, you know. Sure. Like, like even Skype, FaceTime, that's un- sure. unbelievable. Like, yeah. my parents don't understand that now. Like, how yeah. can we see each other back then when they had to write letters and stuff? Right. So, of course, it has its benefits, but, I, you know, if it's, it's, if it's the wrong intention behind it, it can be more damaging than good but the you know like like in the in your fingertips you're available to billions of people
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's powerful all, all the information and too. all the information that's powerful it's very yeah. powerful and if you you know use it wisely then of course it's going to be good but like you said if you're just on there just being on there now you're wasting like you said 6 hours maybe 8 hours let's say you waste 8 to 8 8 on Saturday 8 on Sunday that's not beneficial you're almost wasting a, a day out your week you know and keep then you doing that, you keep add the, it added up and now you wasted a year yeah,
0: a year of your life chilling I, on your phone
1: chilling on your phone not doing anything and that's that's
0: playing, yeah. playing clashy plans. clans
1: playing texting people that don't really matter you know or 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 like following yeah. people yeah.
0: Uh, comparing yourself to comparing, this guy yeah. Following people that don't
1: even care about you or you know yeah and or don't being, follow you you know it's stuff like that yeah
0: you're right or they
1: or they like they make a perception out of themselves you know there's somebody else like you know i see it all the time like People make themselves look a certain way on these social media outlets, and you see them in person, and it's like you're not you're not, not what you're what,
0: showing. You. Yeah, that's not what you're showing people. But. Yeah, <laughs> you're not
1: you're not that you know. And you know, everyone's different. You know, everyone maybe copes a different way. Maybe that's a coping mechanism or whatever. But maybe. It's, it's it's kind of funny though. Yeah,
0: you guys still on? yeah. We're, we're just recording. we're just I mean we're just captioning. I, I said you know that we're gonna be done, but. Like we could just sit here and talk for a long time and capture good stuff. So I just hit the record button again, just to kind of see what else we can get. But it's good. Like my whole goal with this podcast, man, is to uh, first put myself out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Like it it forces me selfishly to contact people, connect, you know, meet people, learn a little bit. Then I get to like organically learn all your intangibles. Like I'm gonna take what you said today and I'm gonna instill some of your habits yeah. and, and things that you do in my life i'm gonna i swear to god i am <laughs> yeah. you know like that's just that's just how this rolls and i hope this reaches out to 100 people or whatever many people, i don't care i mean however many people but I want
1: it, only one you know only so one as long as we're here to one. inspire each other so yeah like everyone that's what why i try to i mentioned earlier but i didn't uh get in depth with it you know like you don't got to compare you know just because it works out for someone else like be happy for them you
0: know? Sure. Bring them up.
1: Yeah, bring them up. You try to bring someone up and that person will bring someone else up and that will make a better world, better society and like, you know, that's like a, that's like a, I wouldn't say young mindset but that's normal, you know? Because I was like, I had that thinking too. We're
0: we're, we're wired that way. Yeah,
1: we're wired of like, man, they got it, why can't I have it? And it's kind of like, oh, they got it, like, nice
0: i can have it too sure that's like where you should shift sure. your mindset to. You well know? it's ego it's small self It's yeah. you know comparing the small self and what you it's should. a
1: reflection of yourself you're scared of the ref- you know yeah it's like you're, you're, y- you're, your 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 self thought is like you're projecting that onto them you know like if you say oh they shouldn't be there or they shouldn't have got that that's like you're you're saying that because you don't feel comfortable About yourself. You don't believe that you can make it there. So that's why you're trying to put someone else down.
0: Sure, to make you feel a little bit better, push you up a little bit more. But that's not the way to be successful in your life. No. You know? I and again I hate like saying that there's a right way and a wrong way, but that is not it. Talking shit about people and judging, you know, even though we're all hardwired to do it, you have to pay attention to what you're doing when you're doing it. Yeah. And like that's just negative energy that you're putting out. Like, guess what is going to come back to you one day. Yeah, of in course. In some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it you can know? be
1: It can be small things too, you know. Sure. It, it don't have to be big. It can just be like a relationship failing or something yeah. just because you put negative out there. Yeah. You let that seed grow.
0: Yeah, definitely. So. And that, it happens a lot, you know, in workplaces and, you know, in intimate relationships, friends, whatever. Yeah. Like, Self awareness is huge. Yeah. Understand like what you're putting out, and you know you learn your lessons. As long as you're learning your lessons, it's okay because you're not your past. Never, never. Right? You never lose. It's you either lose. a win or a lesson. Yeah, you it's never true. lose. You, you never know? lose. So. And you're not your past. The past is the past. It's always in the moment, and you're a, you're changing in the moment, and that's that's great. Yeah. But when you have that like rigid mindset and that's the 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 style of you know I'm never wrong or what I'm doing is the right way all the time without really looking at it objectively and and listening to what the people say around you as far as like you know your support system and the people who care about you and love you mm-hmm. you got to make those changes in order to prosper of course you know individually and then once that happens to keep building up and bringing up other people and with growth, you yeah. because you got to you got to form the next generation of kids yeah. and people you know so that they can gift to the society and, and, and pay it forward that's right that's let's, how it should be dude let's fucking let's stop it right there <laughs> sounds good that's beautiful Sounds good. you enjoy your night man I, always I, I really dude i really really appreciate it. always you. yeah you're the man no problem and, Anytime. and that was the podcast everybody i hope you enjoyed it if you like what you heard please share this wherever you may be listening it from itunes soundcloud youtube appreciate the support Please follow my Instagram at Danny Cola fitness and reach out to me with any questions about anything. Thank you for, again for the love and support. Thank you to the sponsors tone up club. Go to www.toneupclub.com and uh, check out the class schedule and inquire about online training. Remember 10% off. If you Use promo code Danny Cola. And thanks to Elemental Float and Crowd Therapy. Go check out them, uh, North East Highway, Uptown Park Ridge, and get $20 off your first float or crowd, crowd, crowd therapy session. Blah, 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 blah. Huh. All right. That's it. Thank you, Andy. Andy Mazur is man. Have a good night, everybody.